0: The Chicago Bears offensive line struggles in yesterday's practice while Javon Dexter continues to shine. We're talking about some of those takeaways from training camp yesterday, as well as getting to the mail back because it is Friday. So this episode is built mainly around your voicemails. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow the channel right off the top at Shy Bears Central and on every social media platform we happen to be on. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And if you guys can't tell, I'm excited, I'm happy, I'm in a great mood. Chicago Bears football, yes, preseason is tomorrow. It goes down. We get to give you guys a live post game show, break everything down. I can't wait. C-Dub's going to be on a live call as well, so make sure you guys hit subscribe and hit that notification bell to see when C-Dub goes live. He's going to be live talking with you guys during the game and everything like that. But let's go ahead and get into it. we got takeaways away from day 13 of training camp, and it seemed like it was a rough day for the offensive line. Now, as I said yesterday, even though there were, was consistent pressure that was given up between Rasheem Green, even Dominique Robinson getting sacks yesterday in practice, it seems like Justin Fields just did not have a lot of time to get to work on 11 on 11 drills yesterday, but you know we're missing most of our starting offensive line, and it was key pointed out the fact that we have not still we still have not seen our projected starting offensive line play together. We just haven't even in this training camp period. So while yes, it's some concerns, especially when you look at Justin Fields being sacked over 50 times last season, it's going to be concerning every time you hear that he's not given time that the the defense is consistently getting to him. All that's going to be concerning, right? And it should be. But this, like I said yesterday, let's keep in mind that we have not seen the starting and projected offensive line together at all in this training camp period. But with that said, Javon Dexter seems to keep making strong comparisons and uh, well uh 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 you know reactions to things is this he keeps being able to get consistent pressure on the quarterback. He said that uh he got pressure, he had multiple sacks, multiple tackles for loss, and batted down passes. Javon Dexter. Had himself one of his best practices so far, and he continues shining. And I'll tell you what, BC Dub and Bobby, we all said we will not be surprised if Javon Dexter takes over one of those starting positions sooner rather than later. And with that said, when you look at his progression as well, he was actually working with Yannick Ngakwe, unique Ngakwe. I got y- Yannick, I got to I got to get Yannick out of my brain, right? Yannick Ngakwe uh, was going through. Uh, some techniques with Javon Dexter as well. And he had already mentioned Javon Dexter that he wanted to sit down and kind of get a chance to pick Unique's brain. Well, now it seems like that happening. He was sitting there working with him after practice. There's a picture of it going around of him working on technique with him. And that is what Unique Ngakwe brings to this team. On top of his ability to get to the quarterback, he brings in some of that veteran leadership that we need that can help guide these young players that are going to absolutely be parts of the Bears future so I love to see him uh, uh, unique already taking young players under his wing I'm not I'm not mad at that at all it also seems like Andrew Billings uh you know it it, in what I've seen saying that he could be one of the most underrated signings by the Chicago Bears Greg Braggs had this to say mostly run plays first play blown up by Andrew Billings only throw by Justin Fields in this uh, session was a quick out to the left side by DJ Moore that Jalen Johnson jumped the route on and nearly intercepted, it was incomplete. Also looks like uh, Khalil Herbert got blown up by Andrew Billings uh, Andrew Billings, a couple of times as well. So again, one of the things that has continued to be a sore spot is Khalil Herbert's pass block, right? And so, you know, does that mean that it gives a Dante Foreman, who has reportedly done pretty good in that area, a chance to jump him in that lineup? It could, right? But we still think Khalil Herbert's on pace to get that Noel Sewell, getting uh, time to shine as well. He got a uh, a a blitz in there that got to Justin Fields, and, uh, you know, Justin Fields still completed the pass, but he got pressure there. It seems like Noel Sewell's been making the most out of his opportunities to play with that starting defense with Jack Sanborn being out, and that's what you want to see as well there. So, you know, P.J. Walker already, uh, also reportedly had a big day as well. You know, we're not really expecting much from him. Seems like the Bears are also expecting Nate Davis to be back really soon. Matt, uh, Luke Getzey saying this, uh, we're hopeful to get back, uh, get Nate back soon. So, you know, uh, Matt Eberflus hasn't really elaborated too much on injuries or things like that thus far. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. The offensive line has not gotten really much time to really, you know, gel together, that continuity that Matt Eberflus has talked about, he wanted that starting lineup to get. We just haven't had time to get it yet. So while there is some definitely concerning signs uh, as far as the offensive line and the pressure they're allowing on Justin Fields in training camp so far, Let's not allow it to worry us too much quite yet, just with the fact that we haven't really seen that starting offensive line yet. But, again, there is still signs for some reasons for concern there as well. As well, hey, I don't know if you guys saw it or not. Kendall Vador had a tweet saying business is business. I think Kendall Vador is on his way out there sooner rather than later as well. But let's go ahead and get into the voicemails. It's Friday. That means this episode is mainly built around you guys. We're going to go ahead and play this first voicemail now. This one's from John Johnson.
1: What's up, guys? How you guys doing? It's your boy, John Johnson, reference South Carolina. Bears fan down here. Hey, I just want to say um, the way the defense is shaping up, I think we're looking at a pretty, pretty, really nice season. Um, For the fact that you picked up Janik Gakwe, I think it's going to be a real plus on Travis Gibson. I'm looking for his sacks to really, really go up this year. And the reason why I'm saying that, because just like how y'all been saying, how everybody else been saying, Travis Gibson getting double teamed so much last year. And if we get that attention off him, I really believe he's going to feast. He's going to have a good season. I'm looking for him to be knocking out a lot of quarterbacks. I love how you do that bat take. So I want to see that bat swinging a lot this year. You know, bam, bam, off Flintstone, that's all we're going to see. Bam, bam. All right.
0: All right. So, great uh, voicemail here from John Johnson. Unique uh, y- 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 Ngakwe can help all the young players. Now, I don't know how much he's going to help Travis Gibson. It seems like Travis Gibson's at the bottom of that depth chart. That does not mean that the Bears are completely out on him yet. It does not mean he's not going to get opportunities to maybe move up in training camp in preseason with this with play. The story isn't written on Travis Gibson yet, but I do like to see that we're seeing Unique take Javon Dexter under his wing, right? I would even like to see him as much as I uh, know Sewell is going to be used in blitz as well. Take him under your wing, right? Take as many people under your wing, especially these young players that are part of the Bears future as much as we can. Let's get the most out of Unique in this one season. Maybe he's there longer, right? I think, it, with unique doing the right thing, right, with him coming in, taking the young players under his wing, practicing correctly, showing and proving that he can be a big part of this Chicago Bears defense, that I do think that the Bears may look to keep him around more, more longer term than what we initially thought, but he's going to have to earn that. And I think he can. I think he can earn that. And, I'm, and you know, regardless, whoever it is, I hope he takes every young player that is willing to listen, that pulls him to the side, that asks for technique, asks for help, asks for suggestions. And he gives that to them. Whether it's Travis, whether it's uh, uh, Javon Dexter, whether it's Zach Pickens, no matter who it is, right? A lot uh, they can learn a lot from Unique Ngakwa. Yes, he has his own problems in the run game, but that does not mean that they can't learn some of the technique. Especially when you look at Unique having one of the best get offs um, on the team, and Javon, that being an area that we've heard Javon Dexter needing help with. So you know, definitely, uh, I, I definitely you know think that that could be something that uh, you know helps improve and maybe. Jump starts the development of these young players that we hope to see for under Bears uniform for a long time. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from Fade to Black.
1: Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Fade to Black. Listen, I was in Cali when you guys broke the news with your emergency broadcast, man, about us picking up Yannick. I predicted that the Bears will average 24 points. You know what? We will at least average 24 points because of the field position that we're going to end up in majority i believe majority of the season because of this pass rush our defense is so far improved and i'm going to make another prediction that secondary i'm predicting that at least two interceptions per one each one of our secondary players worcester the spider-man E-Jax stevenson jj I'm predicting at least two interceptions apiece, at least, because that pass rush, oh, my God. And you know what, C-Dub, I know how you feel about your boy J.J., but Yannick is going to give him the opportunity to get the interceptions this year. He's already a sticky, very sticky quarterback. Now we are going to see what J.J. can do. Listen, I predicted 24 points, but, man, listen, that might have been premature, man. But, you know, who knew what the uh, mad scientist was going to do? Well, you know, we ought to know. You know, King Pose, my hat's off to him, man. Shout out to King Pose for real. But, yeah, fellas, y'all keep doing what you're doing. Hey, Bobby, Cedar, the the cognac boys. got to get me some 1738 when I get off the road. Listen, man, Chicago up. Better. All right, great,
0: great voicemail here. Here's what I'll say. If the Bears averaged 24 points per game last season, that would have had them good enough for, uh, let's see the exact number here, that would have had them good enough for eighth in the league in scoring, in points per game. So here's what I'll say. I, I, whatever happens with the Bears scoring, because, whether it's because of the field position, whether it's because of the improved weapons on that offensive side of the ball, no matter what it is, I want to see this Bears team put up points and put up effective points, right? Limiting turnovers. taking most most advantage of the better field position, right? Forcing like even when you do have long drives, being smart, being methodical in how you go about your offense. That's definitely what we want to see. And don't get me wrong, the improved pass rush is definitely going to help the offense get in better position. It just is. Now as far as average of 2 interceptions by the members of our secondary, that would make us that would make us legion of boom 2.0. That really is what that would we would be on path to being at that point if that does happen. And, you know, I'm not somebody who I'm, I'm more worried about how what what's the completion percentage, right? The interceptions are great. Getting turnovers is great. That also helps with field position. And it seems like in Tyreek Stevenson and what we've heard from Kyler Gordon now, focusing on just playing that nickel position, all those things may happen. And I hope that you're right that they happen. I'm not saying that there's necessarily an expectation that I'm setting for this secondary, but if that's what, what we end up getting out of it, Hey, listen, that path to being top 10 offensively and defensively may very well happen, and I hope that it does. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from
2: Grego. What's up there? Hayes, my boy Bobby, and C-Dub, and steve too. But listen up, man. I'm, I, you know, as I do all the time. Oh, by the way, this is your boy Grego. I know it's been a minute since I called. I have a voicemail, but I haven't heard you guys play yet, but this is... I'm calling in reference to uh call I just heard on you, on your on your broadcast, uh talking about uh the Bears keep uh what's the chance of the Bears keeping both uh Mooney and uh, Claypool if they both fall out. Uh I would say he made a good uh, na- uh, analogy
3: Code Super24
2: and big three receivers. This is one thing I believe that if, if uh, Claypool and Mooney ball out, absolutely going to keep them. I think that where they – the catch in that situation is going to probably be uh, Jalen Johnson because if these young boys, that uh, they got in camp right now, Stevenson and I think the other guy who's been coming on lately, if they ball out, they may be answering the question about uh, maybe we can do away with Taylor Johnson, and then they get, pick up another free agent until a guy's come all up. Or I can engage them, depending on how they play this year, that one or two uh, quarterback positions is uh, banned by both of those guys. So I believe that if uh, Mooney and uh, the paper ball out, I, I, I think both of them is a change. And also, I know everybody's been talking about the, the chance of the Chicago Bears picking up Marvin Harrison Jr. next year. Here's what I would say about that. I truly believe that that would be a wasted pick. It goes back to that that continuity that that that, uh, that Justin feel is developed what you important now. If you put it to somebody else, I'm not saying that he. He might be talented in all all those guys, but it's about that connection that he uh, just feels is developing with his receiving court right now. As well as Tyler Scott coming up and Villa Jordan coming back on. I don't see the Bears going for a receiver in the first round. And we all know chance I Marvin has during the first round, probably the top three picks, four or five picks. The Bears if the Bears are picking a receiver in the top uh five whatever the top pick, then they might as well be looking for another quarterback. That's what I think. Because Justin Fields is going to make it with these guys. These are, this is the, This is
0: the core. Grego keeping Darnell uh, Mooney and Chase Claypool. Listen, as much as we're hearing, it seems like it's becoming more and more of a likely scenario because if this wide receiver core does perform and performs in a way and builds that continuity with Justin Fields, you don't just let that go. Right now, I think temper the expectations on, like, touchdowns and maybe each one of them doesn't have, like, a huge number of yardage, but it's really about the effectiveness of the core overall, and we'll end up seeing. Now, as far as Jalen Johnson being on the hot seat, there's enough reason to think that he is, right? I can't, especially when you have two rookies that are already fighting over a starting position, who's to say how they're gonna develop over time, right? And with Ryan Poles being a GM, that it's all about value. That's what it comes down to with Ryan Poles. It's about value. And depending on what Jalen Johnson's gonna wanna get paid, he's on a really reasonable contract right? Less than $2 million a year is Jalen Johnson getting paid right now. So he's going to be looking for a considerable raise. The The best, the best, biggest question in that is, does Ryan Poles find the value that he wants at that number and production that Jalen Johnson gives? I'm not as down on Jalen Johnson as some people are. Do not get me wrong. I understand that he definitely has areas that he needs to improve, specifically man-to-man coverage. But as this being a team that is going to use more zone than man-to-man, I want to see how he really you know, plays in that, especially now having Tyreek Stevenson, Terrell Smith, uh, Kyler Gordon play that nickel, right? How does he grow and develop his game? I'm not ready to write the story on on Jalen Johnson yet, or call him to be out of there. But you know, you you never know. You never know Uh weirder things have happened in the NFL. This is the NFL, and Ryan Poles is very smart with his money. Now, as far as Marvin Harrison, a wasted pick? No, you like you said it in that he could have a higher talent. I get it. Continuity is a thing, but let's not act like. There's enough continuity between uh, Darnell, yes, but even Chase Claypool. We're looking at, at the end of the season, one and a half years of continuity. If you have a chance to get a player that has a much higher ceiling in Marvin Harrison Jr., you can never call that a wasted pick because as much as continuity and chemistry does matter, talent still usually wins out, and it's not like Justin Fields doesn't have more than enough time to still build chemistry and continuity with marvin harrison jr if you have an opportunity to draft marvin harrison jr you can never say that's a wasted pick never in my opinion not in a league that prioritizes and needs passing ability and 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 wide receivers to me you calling that a wasted pick is a bit of an overstatement there i get what you're getting at right i get what your the overall message is, is it in but if he's there at one of your picks, listen. I just don't see the Bears passing on that. I don't, especially the opportunity to pair him with DJ Moore. I I don't see. I, man, I don't see you wasting that at all. But all right, let's get into this next voicemail. This
2: one's from
1: Fred. Hey, what's going on, man? Bobby P. Does what it do? Come got boys, man. Hey, I'm definitely looking forward to preseason this Saturday, man. Finally, we have some watch on TV. I want to see what the team going to look like as well, too, man. Hey man, I'm looking forward to seeing Vildor's ass get off the team. As we you know, what I'm saying we both don't like Vildor. and he's at the bottom. If he's at the fucking bottom, his ass got to be gone, right along with Gibson ass. Because I I, I I I've been over Travis Gibson. Gibson doesn't, to me, he doesn't show that up. He don't, he don't, he, he 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 don't show it. You know what I'm saying? He, he's like a average and defensive end. That's a depth piece. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody said, man. So I'm looking forward to the season, seeing what he's gonna look like, man. And I'm hoping that, I ain't going to lie, man, i I I I' ready for Jalen Johnson be off our team. Because Jalen, does, he doesn't show me nothing. Everybody trying to convince me that he's a nice corner and all this bullshit. I'm like, man, look, I'm over Dude, man. Dude had a chance. He had his opportunity. He didn't take advantage of it. So I'd be glad we we, 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 we get rid of him, man, because he's just taking up space. Let them let them rookies, you know what I'm saying, ball. Like, fuck it. Honestly, I, I'll start two rookie corners and Trey Jalen Johnson, especially the team off of a uh, second or third-round pick him, and I'm okay with that. So, man, I, I'm just excited, man. I'm ready. I finally, we'll have a fucking offense, you know what I'm saying, to go with the defense as well. That'll be plus because in today's NFL, you got to have a team that's balanced, you know what I'm saying? You got to have a team that got a good offense with a good defense. So I'm just looking forward to see what the Bears, you know what I'm saying, going to look like this year, man. And I can't wait to see who else, whoever else, you know what I'm saying, be cut. That boy Tyler Scott, he better get some motherfucking catches the together, man, because, dude, you can't be having all this goddamn speed and be getting open and then with Justin Fields throw you a nice pass and you dropping the damn ball and shit. Because if you suppose, supposed to be Mooney's replacement, you better eat the show because them two first-round picks we got, man, i understand We're probably going to drop some other wide receivers because I don't think we, we signed the Mooney back either because there have been no talk about him getting the contract extension either as well. So, Man, let me know what you think. Let me know who's going to be cut. And I'm just looking forward, man. I'm happy. I'm ready. I'm going to have that 17, 38 and the Cone Chicago what? Badass. Bill Dor must go. That's it.
0: Get the door the hell up out of there. Now, you calling Travis Gibson uh, being an average depth piece at best. I know there are a lot of people that share that sentiment. I would like to see what Travis looks like on a defensive line that is more formidable overall, and he can't be double-teamed because I think, He's going he's gonna to show some things. Now, the question is there is that, that, that the Bears are probably going to ask themselves is, what, depending on how much this defensive line improves, who's to say that another depth piece or a player that you can get in next year's draft or whatever else can't give you that equal production? I'm not as out on Travis as some people are. I'm just not. But I do understand that this is his time to show and prove. And with him being at the end of that unofficial depth chart, it seems like the Bears are leaning more towards, hey, maybe again, value with Ryan Poles that value may not be there now as far as Jalen Johnson I know I just talked about him I won't say that he must go but I do think that this is a season where Jalen Johnson has to show and prove and I think that from what we've heard about him his kind of mindset around his contract extension as well I think that he's going to come in trying to, regardless because he has to perform even if his future is not in the Chicago Bears uniform he still has to perform to get that next deal so I still think we're going to get a hell of a season from Jalen Johnson at least I hope and I hope overall, kind of like, much like with our wide receiver core, how bringing in DJ Moore kind of just makes every all the Darno Mooney and Chase Claypool kind of fit more into their natural positions, I think having Tyreek Stevenson, Terrell Smith, Kyler Gordon in that nickel is going to help Jalen Johnson kind of excel at the things that he excels at because the other players around him kind of are stronger in the areas that he's weaker in. That's kind of my thought process. You guys can let me know what you think down below. All right, last voicemail for today. This one's from Book.
1: Yo, 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 Hayes, what's up? It's booked, man. Blessings to you and yours. Hey man, we here, finally, man. Preseason. Looking forward to the game. I want to see all of the players do well or see what they can and can't do and see what they need to work on and what they flourish at. It's gonna be a good day, man. Also, I just want to say, uh, with Travis, uh, Gibson, I know he, uh, came up like a little, little low on the, on the totem pole, but he, he need to show up and show out, man. If this dude need to have about between one and a half and two and a half sacks. Tomorrow, man, because it ain't looking good for him, man. And I like, I like the kid, man. I like this guy, man. But I mean, you gotta, you gotta show up, man. And you got other folks that have already come on the team, man, and 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 showing you up, man. Showing that they are doing the job a little better than you, man. Now's your chance to prove it, man. I hope he does, man. I like, I like him, man. I would hate to lose him, but I mean, I'm a Bears, I'm a Bears fan first before I'm a player fan. So got to get the job done, man. That's all I wanted to say, man. Again, man, have a great weekend. Like always, Chicago up, bear down. i
0: Hey, listen, the preseason hype is real around here. If you can't tell, my energy is different. When Bears football is going on, I'm a different person. I, like I said before, I love the Bulls with all my heart, but I live and breathe Chicago Bears football. And so the Bears potentially being a winning team this year is going to be it's just going to be crazy. And I am not mean that for the growth of the channel or anything. I mean for my personal enjoyment as a fan of the Chicago Bears. If the Bears can get a season of 10-plus wins, at least 10 wins, listen, I'm going to go batshit-ass crazy. If they can get nine wins, they're probably going to go crazy. But if we're talking about double-digit wins after a 3-14 and 14 season, be prepared. Hayes, Hayes is about to go crazy. That's all I can say on that one. Now, as far as Travis needing to show out, if he wants to stay on this Bears team, Yes, if he wants to get that, I won't say, I don't think Travis, I think we're past the point of him getting a big contract with the Chicago Bears, but if he wants that next, and he wants a little bit of a raise, if he wants a long-term security, I think that he has to show out, and he's going to have to do it with the rest of training camp, he's going to have to do it in his preseason opportunities, because you're at the back end of the depth chart now, brother, and that is purgatory for a a player in training camp that's also in a contract year that is one of the worst places that you can start off your season is on the end of a depth chart right and we'll see we'll see if Travis has it to get himself out of it I have a lot of faith in him as well I think with the improvements that we're going to see something from him and it really comes down to this him Dominique Robinson how do the Bears really view these two players do they view the upside and probably the better contract control with Dominique Robinson as better value signing in Travis Gibson to a longer, more money contract. I guess that's what it comes down to. But let me know what you guys think on all that down below. That's my time for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearsCentral@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag episodes going forward, 773-242-9336. We are number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related and like I liked in every episode on Shy town up, Bear down, especially Saturday. i see you guys at game time. Peace, y'all.
3: This has been a presentation of the Break, Break. Break. Media. Media.